Hey friend, welcome back to the Vision Driven Health Podcast. The tips I'm giving today are game changers, and they're all things you can start today. Maybe it sounds too good to be true that there's these three things that can simultaneously impact your weight loss, your cravings, and your immune system, but the reality is our body is interconnected. Here in the U.S. and the West, we've isolated so many aspects of our body and forgotten how one thing can impact many. And God's like that, right? When we begin to focus on Him, we don't just start to improve our spiritual health. We start to see every area of our life improve as we continue to surrender our lives to Him. And when we nourish our bodies and make choices aligned with His design, it doesn't just help us create the foundation we need for healthy weight loss. It also can improve our energy. It can also boost our immunity. It can also reduce our risk of disease, and it can also increase our longevity. And these are just some of the benefits. So be excited. In this episode, I'm giving two Bible verses and three healthy habit tips that can have a major impact on your health journey. And really quick, with this week being Thanksgiving for all my fellow Americans and Thanksgiving curious listeners from around the globe, I am so excited. I Thanksgiving is my favorite. I love the food. I love the community, the family. It's just, it has so many nostalgic warm fuzzies for me and I'm just thrilled. <laughs> and if you have not yet grabbed my Thanksgiving game plan guide where I provide recipes and a way to look at approaching the holiday in that meal that allows you to make healthy choices while still enjoying those Thanksgiving favorites. I can tell you right now, I'm not giving up my stuffing. I'm not giving up my pie. I'm going to be making some homemade sourdough dinner rolls, and I'm still going to be prioritizing my health. So you can check that out at visiondrivenhealth.com forward slash Thanksgiving. Do you find yourself struggling to consistently implement healthy habits? Do you lack energy, confidence, and motivation because of stress, overwhelm, and shame for having not gotten it together by now? Friend, there is hope and grace for your health. Hey, I'm Robin Ryan McDonald, host of the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I'm a follower of Jesus, a wife, a mama of two, and a seminarian turned health coach. And I'm so excited that you're here. I found myself in my early 20s captive to cravings and convenience, 20 pounds heavier, super tired, with a face full of acne. I could not figure out how to maintain healthy habits until I discovered the power of aligning my choices with God's vision. 10 years and two kids later, by the grace of God, I'm still prioritizing my health and feeling amazing. If you are over quick fixes and are ready to feel good in your own skin, then grab a giant water bottle and let's dive on in. As a reminder, the Vision Driven Health Podcast is under the umbrella of Mabel Health Incorporated. The content on this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not intended for medical advice. It does not take the place of medical advice or treatment from a physician. Listeners should consult their own doctor or a qualified healthcare professional for specific health concerns and questions.
I remember getting to the new year excited to no longer have the excuse of the holidays to keep me eating the way that I was. There were so many Christmas cookies and so much hot chocolate that honestly sounds really good right now at the start of the holidays, but by that point, it wasn't exciting to me anymore. I was just feeling bloated and full and overall bleh. (laughs) But at the same time, I hadn't considered not having those holiday gems because they were an essential part of my holiday tradition and experience. You don't get to just eat a bunch of Christmas cookies and hot chocolate in July, I guess unless you're doing Christmas in July. (laughs) But what I wish I knew then was that I could still enjoy those holiday foods without making myself feel super crummy and that I could also still make progress in my health. I wish I knew that I wouldn't have to throw away my traditions or the warm fuzzies of the holiday season, as I like to call them, just because I was focusing on a couple of healthy habits. I just wasn't confident that if I actually tried something during that time that I'd make progress. I didn't want to waste my money or effort. And friend, I don't want this for you. And I feel so strongly about this whole dynamic that I am offering free coaching from now until the end of the year when you sign up for my Sustainable Health Transformation Program. So yes, that means that when you sign up, you start getting coaching that week, but your actual clock for the program doesn't begin until January 1st. You can make progress on your health during the holidays with support risk-free. I've got five spots for this special deal. So if you want to take advantage of this, you're going to want to act quick and shoot me an email at visiondrivenhealth at gmail.com. And just let me know if you want one of those applications. All right, let's get you those two Bible verses and three easy yet impactful healthy habit tips. I took my grandmother to her doctor appointment last week and man, if ever there was motivation to be super intentional with my eating and exercise while I'm young... That was it. It was actually after seeing my other grandparents' health decline a few years ago that really spurred me on to pursue this work. I saw these amazing, Jesus-loving individuals suffering in a way that I learned was unnecessary. They suffered from lifestyle-induced diseases like diabetes, heart disease, dementia, and arthritis. And these diseases, by and large, are caused by inflammation that is built up over time from a poor diet or even just poor lifestyle choices that results in the erosion of metabolic health. And my sweet grandparents, they didn't know that they were feeding these genetic propensities with their choices. And if I hadn't learned what I did 10 years ago, I'd be headed in the same direction. Those diseases might very well be in my genetic makeup. But it's so important to know that genetics loads the gun, but lifestyle pulls the trigger. I'm going to say that again. Genetic loads the gun, but lifestyle pulls the trigger. So you might have a certain propensity to diabetes or heart disease. It might be all over your family, but 
by and large, if your lifestyle doesn't activate that, then it doesn't have to be a guarantee for you. When we learn how to nourish our bodies according to God's design, we can minimize the chances of these ailments. 80% of diseases are a result of our consistent choices day in and day out. That's why this podcast is about building healthy habits. When you can create healthy habits, you can you can then experience the weight loss, the reduced inflammation, the improvement in your blood work, and the increase in energy. And friend, the habits that I'm telling you today, if you do these three things every day, not just until the end of the year, but throughout your life, you are stacking the odds in your favor. Now, before I get into these three health transforming habits, I want to share a couple Bible verses. The first is Romans 12, 1 through 2. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is his good and acceptable, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And I pray that you would discern God's will for your health habits, that he will show you what it looks like to make your body a living sacrifice as a form of worship. I think probably a lot of people feel it's audacious to try to figure out God's will. You know, there's even the very consistent phrase that people will say like, well, God willing. But I mean, right here in Romans 12 too, it says to transform your mind so you can discern his will. And I'm not going to tell you what his will is for your health. I'm not going to, I'm not saying that I know. I will say there are scriptures that suggest he wants you well. And there are scriptures that affirm that God is a God of healing. And he's also a God of grace who can give you what you need to make difficult changes to your habits. But you get to be transformed by the renewing of your mind and discern what God wants for you, your health, and the habits that are required to support your health. We read in that verse that it's not by following the patterns of this world. And I think a great question to ask the Lord, maybe even on your next walk, you could just ponder it as you as you go about. Ask him, what are the patterns of this world when it comes to the mindset around health? And then you can follow that up with, God, what is your kingdom perspective regarding my health and the health of the bodies that comprise the body of Christ? What is your will for me? The second verse is one I think you need to hear as you go through this holiday season, trying to live out God's will for your health. 1 Corinthians 10.13 says, No testing has overtaken you that is not common to everyone. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tested beyond your strength. But with the testing, he will also provide the way out so that you may be able to endure it. People use this verse all the time to say that God will not give you more than you can handle. But the truth is, life is more than we can handle. That's why we need Jesus. (laughs) However, the actual context of this verse is a warning not to fall into sinful patterns. 
God will not let you be tempted. You will not give he will not give you more than you can handle as as far as a temptation goes beyond what you can handle because he always provides a way out. So, if you feel like you cannot kick a sugar craving, I'm telling you right now that the sweet that sweet temptation staring at you and calling your name does not have power over you. You get to choose what is aligned with God's will for you. So with that said, let's now get into the nitty gritty, some super simple habits you can do daily to make a major improvement in your health, particularly weight loss, cravings, and immunity. Number one, go for a 15-minute walk outside. We all have 15 minutes. Walking outside has been shown to lower rates of depression more effectively than indoors. So I do add that, not just going for a walk, which most of the time would happen outdoors anyways, (laughs) but it's so good to be outside. And the sun is actually a powerful healing creation of God. Walking outside, particularly when you can expose your bare skin to sunlight, it prompts your body to create vitamin D, which 75% of American adults are deficient in. In fact, if you live in the northern states of the U.S., and I know we've got some um, people from all over the world that are in the northern hemisphere of the world, then there's a high chance that you are going, you're even more propensity you have an even higher propensity to be deficient in vitamin D because you have such a short window of sunlight. And vitamin D is major for boosting immunity. It's great for supporting your brain, reducing risk of heart disease, reducing risk of cancer, and helping to prevent many other ailments. And as far as immunity goes, people often focus on how, you know, there's so much more sickness and the viruses come alive in the fall and the winter. But what they don't actually realize is those viruses were most likely just as present during the summer. What shifted is our our lifestyles. And that's what actually makes us more susceptible. We're getting less time in the sun. Therefore, we have less vitamin D, which is critical for immunity. And we're usually less active, which is another immune-boosting habit. And we're all usually consuming more indulgent foods that increase inflammation and suppress our immune system. And walking, I mean, gosh, there's so, so many benefits to it. And the beauty of walking is that most people can walk, even if it's just for a short while. It only takes 10 to 15 minutes. And it's actually our most natural form of movement. We can experience the majority of health benefits that general movement provides from walking. Walking supports brain health by encouraging the growth of new brain cells, which can actually help with memory loss. And if you're someone who, like I was mentioning earlier, have that genetic predisposition to uh, dementia, it can support with that. It also helps lower blood pressure. Even just two miles a day consistently has been shown to lower blood pressure by 11 points. Walking also helps to lower heart attack risk by 35%. Walking helps reduce chances of lung cancer by 35%. Walking is also really great to strengthen your bones because it's a weight-bearing exercise, 
Whereas swimming and biking, though great movements, don't provide that same weight-bearing dynamic and don't provide the same benefit to your bones. Weight loss has also absolutely been shown to support with weight loss. It actually tells your muscles to release a fat-burning hormone called irisin, which can teach your fat cells to burn energy instead of storing fat, which I know for a lot of you hearing that, you're like, okay, I'm sold. I'm walking. (laughs) And walking is also a fantastic hack for regulating your blood sugar. If you have an indulgent meal or holiday drink, go for a 15-minute walk right after. It will actually stimulate your muscles and require your body to utilize energy that then reduces your blood sugar. Speaking of blood sugar, the second habit that you can do to improve your overall health significantly is to manage your blood sugar. Now, before you tune me out, because maybe that sounds a little bit uncomplicated, that sounds complicated or a little unclear, let me give you three simple ways you can manage your blood sugar during the holidays. And if you want a more thorough discussion on blood sugar, I highly recommend checking out episode nine with my guest, Lindsay Young. She does a fantastic job breaking down how blood sugar affects your body and actually gives you tips on how you can consume more carbs with the tips that she gives. It's a really great episode. So let's get into these three ways that you can manage your blood sugar intake this holiday season. First way is to just actually reduce your sugar intake. This kind of goes without saying, but it's worth mentioning. We are very inclined to significantly increase our sugar intake during the holiday season. And so being mindful and making some decisions on how much sugar you're taking in or how many refined carbohydrates you're taking in makes sense for the health goals that you have for yourself. The second way is to improve your sugar intake. And what I mean by that is actually making some healthier swaps. So there is something to be said about quality. And there's a really big difference between eating one of the cookies from your grocery store that versus one that you actually just make yourself at home. The preservatives and inflammatory oils that exist in those store-bought products is significant. And unfortunately, they have a pretty big impact on your health. Even if you make just a normal chocolate chip cookie, it's not a healthy one, it's not paleo, it's not grain-free, it's not dairy-free, it's got flour, butter, and sugar, that's way better than one of those store-bought ones. So if you can make stuff at home, or you can actually do a paleo or grain-free or use coconut sugar or find some of those healthier options, um, you can still enjoy those delicious baked goods, but you're improving the kind of sugar intake that you're having. And that does make a difference on your body and how it processes those things. The third way you can do it is buffer your sugar intake. So another way to manage blood sugar is to be intentional with the foods that spike it. So foods that spike your blood sugar are processed foods, basically anything that comes in a package or a box that's anything other than a single ingredient food like meat or vegetables or fruit. So that's things like chips, Crackers, cookies, bread, baked goods, pasta, pretty much anything you get from a convenience store or a drive-thru, hopefully you're getting the idea. And foods that also spike your blood sugar include refined carbohydrates, which a lot of what I just listed are in that category, Um, but foods that aren't well-rounded with protein and fats fall into that. And if you want to reduce your blood sugar spike, make sure that each meal or snack has a good amount of protein 
and a moderate amount of healthy fat or fiber along with the sugar or carb. So if you're eating that meal or a snack, I actually talked about this a bit in two episodes ago. So that would have been episode 34, I believe. Um, But I shared how I make my Thanksgiving plate. And so what you want to do is you want to start with vegetables, then have your protein, and then finish with your carbs. Because when you start with the vegetables, the vegetables actually go into your digestive system and they create kind of a barrier or a filter that prevents the other food that you consume from creating too large of a sugar spike, blood sugar spike. And so this actually makes your body have to process the vegetables first and serves as a buffer. Then if you really want to keep your blood sugar down right after you have that meal that you ordered accordingly and you balanced accordingly, go for that 10 minute walk because that helps to reduce your blood sugar spike as well. So again, when it comes to managing your blood sugar, especially during the holidays, you can reduce your sugar intake, improve your sugar intake by switching to higher quality options, and three, buffer your sugar and carb intake by creating balanced snacks and meals. So far, you've heard two of the three tips. Number one, go outside for a 15-minute walk each day, and number two, manage your blood sugar. The blood sugar one is the most challenging, but with those simple hacks I gave, it can actually be very much simplified and it does make such a huge difference. Lastly, and this is the easiest habit in theory, but often the most difficult one for me, and that is to stay hydrated. Hydration isn't just getting in water. In fact, you can drink so that you drink so much water that you actually dehydrate yourself. So hydration requires electrolytes. We need electrolytes and water to get into our cells in order for our cells to be hydrated. Hydrated cells mean well-functioning cells that are able to handle the stresses our body goes through. And this is a key foundation for normal functioning and baseline health. And when it's missing, it makes it difficult to lose weight, to have energy, and to minimize cravings. Oftentimes, I've had clients just start drinking more water, and then they'll break a weight loss plateau. Or I've had clients who started their day with water instead of coffee, and they found that they had more energy throughout the day than when they started with the coffee. And lastly, when we are hydrated, we actually eliminate one reason why cravings might be arising. And hydration also supports a variety of functions that allow us to make healthier choices and in turn also supports our immune system. So there you have it. You think you can get a 15-minute walk outside in the sun, drink some water and electrolytes, and manage your blood sugar each day? Hopefully, that seems manageable. Even if you could do that just three to four, preferably five days a week, you're still really benefiting your body. So, and actually, I encourage you to try those three habits for even just one week straight. Maybe if you want to start after this week, (laughs) Uh, if you try it, I would love to hear how that goes for you. If you notice the difference, going for a walk, staying hydrated, managing your blood sugar, email me, let me know at visiondrivenhealth at gmail.com. And I, yeah, I would love, love, love to hear from you. In fact, if you found this episode helpful or supportive in any way, 
sending me an email to let me know helps me know that I am on the right track for supporting you in your health journey. And that's the purpose of this podcast. So thank you so much for the honor of getting to share with you. I really appreciate you listening. And to all my fellow Americans, I hope you have an amazing, blessed Thanksgiving. And to all my international listeners, may you have a super blessed week as well. I will talk to you all next time.